All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and future titan for today, Kyle Siebeth, all the way from Providence, Rhode Island. Kyle, thanks so much. It's an absolute honor to have you on the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I really appreciate it. Like you said, out here in Providence, smallest state, uh, Providence, Rhode Island, the smallest state in the United States, but we are doing big things here and, and I love it out here. I love it, Kyle. And I can't wait to dive in and just give everybody a taste of the man and the professional you are. And I just, I'm super excited. So if you're ready, let's just dive in. Let's go. All right. So, so uh, let, let's just start with telling everybody a little bit about yourself. All right. So I have been in real estate. Uh, I've been an agent for, this will be my ninth year. Um, prior to that, I had a full-time job in finance. So I worked in finance. Um, I received my undergrad in accounting, went on and got my MBA in, in finance and then worked out in Boston, which is a, the bigger city here in Massachusetts, Rhode Island and Massachusetts are kind of bordering states. So worked out in Boston, um, did that for about eight years. So worked there out of college, worked there for eight years in the corporate world, and just wasn't getting that fulfillment that I needed. Wow. Just kind of wasn't, I couldn't picture myself dying knowing I didn't take a chance. Hmm. And wow. I had that spirit inside of me and the want and the will and the desire and the hunger to be the best. So in that environment, that's not conducive to kind of what I felt and how I believed, right? Yeah. So did that for eight years, um, went on and then re returned back to Rhode Island, which is where I lived out in that area, received a job out here. And at that point in 2011, 12 is when I got into real estate as a salesperson. Wow. Started working part-time. So I did part-time as well as my full-time job. So I did nights and weekends. I did showings and buyers and sellers. And then during the day, I had a full-time job at another organization. So I was kind of following the Gary Vee mentality where the full-time job paid the bills. My part-time job was something that I was doing out of love and something I wanted to be great at and really learn and, and take the money I made there and reinvest it in myself hmm. and reinvest it in the business. Uh, wow. So I joined Keller Williams back then and I've been with Keller Williams ever since. Um, and I've transitioned from doing seven deals in year one to five, or I should say seven sides in year one Mm -hmm. 540 sides in 2020, uh, 2019, excuse me. Unbelievable, Kyle. And, and I mean, there, there's so much, um, you know, information into that and really telling us what type of man and professional you are. And, um, you know, I love the fact that you brought up Gary Vee and, and, you know, really going for your goals and, and having that true side hustle and, and learning the craft and, and, and doing it in a timely manner so that you can grow and scale. I want to, I want to back up um, just a little bit into your first initial thought process of why real estate, Kyle, because, you know, coming from the finance and, and really looking at it from that standpoint, why real estate? Because there's so many other industries you could have jumped into at that point too. So I love real estate, right? So I just love it. I love the ability to transact. Like I love to be transactional, right? Okay. So I love on the sales side to be involved in a transaction. So there's a winner and a loser in everything, right? Okay, yeah. Like, I just feel like there's winners and losers in every part of life. And whatever you do, there's a winner and there's a loser, right? And this is as close to a game 
a grind and a hustle that I feel like there is out in, 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 in the workforce. So for mm -hmm. me, I love the physical asset of real estate, the ability to pay down debt and build equity, the ability to cash flow, the ability to appreciate. And then on top of that, I love the transactional piece and the ability to win and the scoreboard and the ability to know that you've helped so many people achieve this goal that is somewhat unachievable by many people and they finally get to that point. I think there's value there. And I really feel like that's rewarding. I, I love that. And, and really diving deep into your craft and being a master of it. And, and right. you know, those, that amount of transactions, that's no small feat, Kyle. I don't need to tell you or anybody who's watching or listening to this, but that, those are huge numbers. And a lot of that comes to, you know, your work ethic, your drive, your velocity, your reputation, your knowledge base. I mean, there's so much out there as you as a professional and continue. And especially in, into a, a grand scheme, there's so many professionals that have been doing this for 30 plus years and never even touch that amount of volume. Um, right. And you've scaled and grown in a shorter period of time, which to me is absolutely brilliant. Um, now, I, I would love to, to shift gears and dive a little deeper into your why, Kyle. So I ask every Titan this question, and sometimes it comes across as kind of cliche, what's your why? But um, a lot of the professionals who are watching or listening to this, they want to know what drives the Titans, what really motivates them, gets them excited every day to do what they do to the level that they do it at. So what's your why or why's Kyle? So I'm going to say, what's my why not first? Oh, I love it. Does that. So what is, what is ultimately why not my why not? And I'm going to say my why not is the money. Mm -hmm. right? And what I mean by that is I don't chase money right a lot of people get into the business and chase money and do things for the wrong reasons right right so that i would start with is the why not hmm. what is the why i think the why is to be the best version of you and provide a legacy for any children that you have hmm. in the future so that it can provide another legacy it can provide more and more for their children and their children and so on wow and really be the one who starts who begins the legacy or takes that legacy and passes that baton on to their kids, to me is a phenomenal opportunity that I have in front of me and I'm going to seize it. So my why is to just build something so powerful that only very few people get to do. And we wow. all know who they are. And, you know, it's, it's the ability to grow and be better you today than you were yesterday. That's the why. Um, and provide, I have two young daughters and, my goal is they're six and four, and when, when they get old enough and they're older and, you know, they're at the working age, I have provided a landscape for them that they can be successful in whatever they want. That's the goal. Uh, Kyle, I think that's beautiful. And, and again, talking about your why not and your why, I think is a, a really unique uh, spin on that particular angle of questioning. And, and I think that there's nothing more important than leaving that legacy and impact, not just on the communities and the industry, but on our family and then their future, right? And it's that, um, that echo or that ripple effect that you're crafting every single day. And um, it, it's, a, it's extremely inspiring and motivating. And obviously, um, you can see that burning and feel that burning inside of you because you wouldn't be doing what you're doing if that wasn't true. Uh, so I love that why and why not, which is great. So uh, let's go on to the next question. And this one actually is a crowd pleaser for everybody who's watching or listening to this because everybody wants to know what the Titans are doing or have done to really grow and scale their business because everyone's looking for saving time, increasing productivity. Uh, so if you could look back at your career thus far, Kyle, and pick or choose one or two things that you might have added to your business or structured a certain way 
that took your business from one level to the next. What was that for you? So I would say for me, it's the ability to delegate and leverage things that don't actually produce income. Wow. Okay. The fixed items or tasks that anyone can do that are not the best use of my time. I've got it down to the point where I literally don't even drive it. I have a driver every single day because driving takes me away from what I'm best at, which is producing within the real estate field. Wow. Unreal. So obviously, you know, when you have a driver, you're you're able to, uh, you know, focus on the craft. If it's, you know, responding to emails, text messages, phone calls, I mean, what, what exactly are you doing and leveraging that way? Is is that kind of, kind of what it is. So what I'm doing is, so I guess what you can say to that, but what I'm doing on leveraging is I've leveraged all my administrative tasks. Mm-hmm. So anything that's administrative regarding paperwork, listing intake, photography, signs, and inspections, anything that has to do with the transaction that's not client facing mm-hmm. or closing, I've built a team of support around me that is wow. really good at doing those things and that enjoys those things, and they're gonna do them very well. Because mm-hmm. they'll do them better than I will, because they enjoy, that is their, when you look at their disc profile, yeah. it's what their profile means. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I wouldn't work, like, you can't force someone to do something they don't want to and expect them to do it well. Well said. And you have to be able to, um, you have to be able to actually find people's strengths and find their weaknesses and position them to do well, right? You follow me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, th- I think that's a brilliant way to look at it is taking the pieces of the puzzle and, and, and really formulating what's going to fit where. Um, you're driving the bus or the ship, but everybody has their task um, and you're navigating and guiding that process. And I, I, again, I think that's brilliant is, is really understanding that process. And it's take, it takes time. And some people never really understand that, but it takes a lot of thought process and understanding and self-evaluation and humility to really say, look, I don't know it all. I don't pretend to, and mm-hmm. I'm really good at these things. I'm not so great at these. Let's put it together. So when you say that though, Kyle, and I'm trying to pretend like I'm an audience member here and, and tuning in, is there any process or, or any recommendations to any of the listeners or, or viewers out there who happen to be in the real estate field? When is that right time to start leveraging? When it, how, how do you know when, okay, this is time to do this, or these are the right people? Any advice or thoughts on that? So I think you need to, you need to start to leverage when you determine that your abilities to sell are being compromised by your tasks, your duties, your monotony, your paperwork, your administrative. So I don't like to put a number on it. Okay. I yeah. Think everyone has what's called a capacity, right? Everyone mm-hmm. has their own capacity that they, that they can work towards. And once you get towards that capacity, that's when you have to begin to leverage. So if you hit your capacity as far as I can sell X amount and I can do administrative work for this amount, that's when you're going to start to leverage. And when you truly leverage and when you really bring on all these different support folks around you is when the numbers become exponentially higher than the year before. It's a law of big numbers. So at some point it becomes really hard to multiply that percentage with increase, hmm. right? Right. So once you start doing that, 
what happens is you need to leverage more and more and more and more and scale more and more and more to get that increase to come in. So for me, it's like you need to understand your own capacity. You need to understand the jobs first before you even leverage them out to other people. It's very hard to explain how to do something if you've never done it yourself. Oh, beautiful. I mean, that is, that is a golden nugget on top of a golden nugget right there. And, and Kyle, I know that everybody who's watching or listening to this right now is freaking out. And it's, it's true. I mean, that's, that's huge advice from a true professional who's been there, done that, you know, walking the talk and, and grown in scale. So uh, again, I know that we could dive super, super deep and, and go on for a long, long time going into this, Kyle. Uh, but, you know, for everybody out there, please follow Kyle on, you know, Facebook, on Instagram, check him out on YouTube. There's tons of content. There's tons of wonderful information. And, you know, hey, if he has the ability to respond to direct messages, um, you know, by all means, reach out to him. I'm not making any promises for him, but uh, he's a super busy yeah, guy. I mean, yeah, I mean, I do get a lot of that. I, I actually like it. I enjoy it. Um, we kind of talk pre-episode about some things I'm working on. 2.0, Kyle, we talked about second half. We can get into that in a little bit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I like to help people. I really enjoy that. Um, I had actually some folks from New York that were up yesterday. They, they were shadowing me for the day. Wow. Group of three. Um, on Tuesday, I had two other gentlemen from uh, Connecticut that were down shadowing me for the day. So it's very common for me to do that. And I do enjoy to help people out. And I'm always willing to kind of take that extra step. And I started from zero and got where I am. And I'm still learning every day. So, so that's, that's where I'm at. Wow, Kyle. I mean, I, I think this is, this is brilliant. And I, since you mentioned, you know, our, our kind of pre-discussion before we went live, on Kyle 2.0 and, and kind of the, the second half of 2020, would you share a little insight for the audience out there? I mean, share what you're comfortable with, but kind of what's, what's it look like in, in the second half of this year coming up for you? So second half of the year um, is interesting. So I'm going to uh, continue to produce at a super high level because that's, that's what I'm willing to do. Um, you know, outside of that, uh, I'm going to start doing a lot more coaching and, and teaching and lecturing and that sort of stuff. So I'm really trying to ramp that up as well as building a different structure within my own business where I've been always an individual agent and I'm mm -hmm. going to continue to be an individual agent. What I will do is add a team of agents around me that will be, that will be add a team of agents around me that will actually be selling off of my lead generation. Love I'll be it. providing people leads in a totally different manner though. Mm -hmm. Most folks give a lead and say, hey, go call them and figure it out. I'm going to set these agents up and I'm already doing it now with actual appointments. Wow. You come to me, I set the appointment. All you have to do is show up. I mean, that's, that's what we're looking to do. Love that. That's huge. And, and again, uh, really looking at the industry and, 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 and cutting through what works and what doesn't and really growth and scale. Um, and that's the, uh, apparent with you, Kyle, is, is you don't just fit into the mold as walking like a, a real estate professional, talking like a real estate professional, you look at every angle and say, how can I improve this? What can we do right. better? And, and that's just brilliant. I love that. And um, anybody who's involved in that team is going to be ultra lucky uh, to kind of grow and scale with you, Kyle. And, um, you know, as far as coaching and everything's concerned, please let me know um, when all that is available. And I would yeah. love to share it with the Titan Nation. And that way, everybody around the world can kind of jump in and really understand and learn from uh, somebody like you, Kyle. I think that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's what we're looking to do. Cool. All right. Awesome. So let's go into a slightly tricky part of this particular interview and series, and we're shifting gears on this one. It's the challenge question. So 
I lead into this with every single Titan, very similar is saying we all have challenges in our lives. No one's exempt, whether it's in the past, we're dealing with it now or into the future. And uh, whether it's personal challenges or professional challenges, uh, you know, again, no one's exempt, but I'm a firm believer. It's not so much what happens or what we're dealing with, but how we respond, what we can learn from and share and grow from. So Kyle, if you're comfortable sharing a challenge or two that you dealt with in your life, uh, that you overcame, that you came stronger, that you learned from, what's that look like for you? So, I mean, the challenge for me every day is to be, I guess the challenge is more than just one thing. Sure. Yeah. Just to come over one big step of like one major thing of adversity and then move on and be better. I I would say it's the challenge of being at the top and staying at the top, Mm. understanding that there's always people that want to take you down. Always forces that will, that, that, that are out of your control that could take you down but you need to be better than that. And you need to challenge yourself day in and day out how to be better than you were yesterday, better than you were last month, and better than you were last year. So the challenge with me is internal. How do I compete against myself and continue to produce at a higher and higher level, albeit at the same time that I'm trying to help other people and take, you know, it's just a really big challenge. I think it can be very overwhelming for some people, but mindset wise, I'm there. I've never felt better. My mindset is solid. I'm ready wow. to go. I feel really good. Okay. And, and thank, thank you so much for sharing that, Kyle, because it's not easy to kind of open up and, and, and share certain vulnerabilities or thought processes. But um, I do want to dig a little deeper on that because you said mindset and, and that, that doesn't happen overnight. So what have you done or what are your thought process through your mindset to really get you to those points? I mean, what's, what's your mind look like if we could open it up and share it? So my biggest positive attribute, I think, were from mindset is yeah. that I, basically what I do is I say there's noise, right? Anything that's noise, I block. Hmm. Focus on what I, I'm very, very focused, right? I'm right. focused on continuing to learn my craft continuing to better my craft, continuing to understand things that I've done incorrectly that I can change and Mm. tweak and adjust. And I think the mindset of always trying to be the best and always trying to be better is solid if you follow, if you have a goal and you follow significant steps to get there, I think you're on a solid path. But the noise is what gets in people's way. I never say to myself, I can't do something. I never say to myself, I won't do something. I don't know how. I'm going to say, I will do it. I'm going to learn how, and I'm going to be better. And I'm at a point now where it's actually somewhat scary, where I feel like I have such a big opportunity to, to really take advantage of where I'm at and, and make a real difference in the game. And I feel like in the next five years, I don't know what it is yet, but I'm going to make a big plan that's going to be a huge difference maker throughout the country. Wow. And, and again, Kyle, you're already making huge impacts and, and, and waves into the community. But yeah, as, as you said, I can't wait to see that either. And again, with that mindset and motivation, it's, it's really hard to stop that, that momentum. Um, and, and it's not easy for everybody, but again, we're all human. Right. And it's, it's a conscious decision that you're making every day to block out that noise and focus. So 
and again, not discounting anybody with ultra focus, with, with ultra success and levels of finance and, and uh, religion and, and, and family and health and whatnot, but we're all the same. And, and it's a decision to make those things happen or not. And you're making it happen. So I think and, everyone has decisions, right? Everyone has decisions that need to be made. And I think the biggest thing is everyone is built differently. Right. Everyone is built differently with different goals, different, different things that they want in their life, different things they don't want in their life. You have to figure out what that is first. Hmm. If you don't know what, the, and you can't want the same things I want. Sure. You're going to want totally different things. I get people that call me, come here, whatever. I want to be the next you. I want to be like you. Do you really? Do you really, I say? Do you know what I do every day? Do you know what I sacrifice every day? Do you right. understand the things that I go through every day? Are you willing to sacrifice those things? I don't know if you can make, I don't know. Right. And I, but that's, I don't, know how that, I don't know the answer to that. And you have to find that in yourself and you have to make sure that at the end of the day, you found what drives you and you understand what that pie is. Like you have to have that end goal. Some mm -hmm. people's goal is just to have balance. Some people's goal is to work 20 hours a week. It just really depends. Right. So that, that's where that's I'm at with that. I love it. I love it. And again, going down to specificity to who you are as a person and what you want and then what you're willing to sacrifice right. and how hard you're willing to work for whatever that may be. Sure. And, and I, I love that. And I agree with that 100%. Not everybody is, is going to go down that same path or that same road. Um, but I'm a firm believer that if you want to, and if you do have the desire, you can. And, and, and I think that that's really the, the underlying message. And I think and, I'm living proof that anything is possible. I love it. In the sense that I don't have family in the business. I didn't have people that I could learn from. I, I, I received a license and I went with it. Right. And I didn't take any classes. I didn't do any of the training. I didn't have a coach. I, I did none of that. I didn't follow any of the footsteps, anything that everyone tells you to do, I went the opposite. And not that it's the right thing. Right. It worked for me. Sure. It worked for me. You need to find what works for you. And when oh. you find it, you need to put it on steroids. And you need to really turn up the volume, whatever that is, so you can be really great at what you do. Oh, Kyle, I love this. I mean, this is ringing loud and clear. And I know that everybody is super excited about this and this content. And, and I just, we're, we're just getting started. We're getting warmed up. So I, I want to shift gears on this particular um, question and go into a softer question. This is actually one of my favorites. This is the travel back in time question. So not that we have a time machine and we don't have the ability to go back and, and not that you would necessarily change anything in your life. However, if you could go back, Kyle, and give your younger self at any time frame, any age range, a piece of advice or two, what would you say to your younger self? Take chances. Don't listen to other people. Find what makes you happy. And don't worry about what conventional society says. Hmm. You don't have to fit a mold. You have to find what works for you. What worked 40 years ago doesn't work now. Right. What worked 10 years ago doesn't work now. What worked five years ago may not work now. You need to find what it is that worked for you and, and exploit it. And you, wow. too many people have parents that tell them they have to do certain things, go to school, get a job, do that, da, 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 get, get uh, whatever, get benefits and a nice little pay. That's okay. But if mm -hmm. that's not you, don't force it. 
Don't force yourself to be something you're not. Wow. I, I think that all of those pieces of advice are huge. And, and again, not just for your younger self, but for everybody who's watching and listening, myself included. And Kyle, that, that, that's why I love this question is, you know, we can't travel back in time and there's nothing that we would change that way. But those pieces of advice that you just mentioned, we can all apply that to our lives right now. All right. We can change today and into the future, right? We can't change the past. It is what it is. But that is beautiful advice for everybody to take away. And, and again, thanks for sharing that. And again, one of my favorite questions going through. Now, this next piece is actually a crowd pleaser as well uh, to all the you know, viewers and, and um, listeners into this particular series. They want to know what the Titans are doing to feed their minds, how they're growing intellectually um, in different process, processes of thought and, and things like that. So I always lead into it with uh, books you're reading or have read podcasts you're listening to, uh, influencers on social media, coaches, things like that. How have you fed your mind, Kyle? How, how do you do it? So, so two things I would say that are the most helpful for me. Number one, I eat well. Okay. I eat well. Love I'm it. on a very, very strict diet. Okay. Seven days a week. Hmm. Food to me can be a huge deter- detriment to success. Hmm. It slows you down. There's toxins in there. I think there's different things that mess with your mind. They mess with your energy levels. I have super high energy, which allows me to feed my mind with learning with way more focus than the average person. I think food is a big, big factor there. Wow. Okay. Number two, I don't believe in analysis, paralysis by analysis. Okay. I believe in severe moderation when it comes to learning and watching things. And so I follow one guy, his name is Eric Thomas. Okay. Eric Thomas is a motivational speaker that works for me. Hmm. It's something that I follow and I watch. It actually makes a lot of sense for me. Okay. So that's, um, that's where, that's where, um, that's what kind of feeds my mind. Okay. And I love the fact that you started with the, the actual, the physical uh, nourishment that you're putting in, in your body. And obviously everything coincides, right? What we eat mm-hmm. is who we become. You are what you eat. And again, you are what you think and whatever you feed into your mind. And, those, and I love the fact that you mentioned that. Is there any secret with, with your diet at all that you're willing to share at all, Kyle? I mean, just for I mean, I'll tell you what it is. I mean, it's a program called Isogenics. Okay. And, uh, it's, it's a program you can buy. It's a monthly support supplement and uh, basically i eat the same thing every day okay for breakfast lunch snacks and then i just eat a dinner hmm. so it, it kind of gets me through the, the run of the day and then eat dinner at night okay and, and so that's a seven day a week deal now is there any um is there any leeway on that at all i mean if you ever have a craving that's outside of that or are you just literally like a monk and not I'm not like going off of that i'm like a monk uh, <laughs> I'm like a monk. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I try to stay very, very strict to that. Sure. Because I find when I deviate, it does impact me in a negative right. fashion. So mm-hmm. I just try to stay very, very strict to that. I love it. And, and again, I, 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 I'm a firm believer, and this is an old adage, but the way that you do one thing is the way that you do everything. The way and, you, do one thing is the way you know, 
Yeah. I mean, again, just the way that you're taking care of your body and your mind and, and obviously everything that you put out in the community, it, it, it all goes along the same vein. So that's, that's beautiful stuff. Now I'll have links in the comments down below so that you can follow and feed your mind the same way that this man is, or at least try to anyhow going down that path. But Kyle, this has been packed full of amazing information, takeaways and tools and thought processes and mindset for everybody out there and entrepreneurs and real estate professionals. I want to wrap everything up with a final quote or question, as I just say, which is the quote or mantra that you live by that sums you up as a man, as a professional, what's that look like for Kyle Seabeth? I mean, I think it's going to sound really corny, but on the end of the day, it's something that kind of like just sticks with me and I, and I like it. Love it. And it's, it's the be all that you can be. That's great. Be all <laughs> that you can be. I mean, I don't think you can ask for anything more. If you can be the best you, we all have God-given talents and we all have God-given gifts and we have negatives, we have positive, we have faults, we have, we have, we have everything, right? Sure. But if you can be the best version of yourself, that's a win. Wow. Life's a game. You're winning or losing, right? Mm -hmm. So be a winner. And how do you be a winner, in my opinion, is you, go, you, you live to your full potential. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. Be all you can be. Kyle, I love it. And I, I believe it sums you up perfectly as a, as a man and a professional is, is truly being all you can be. And you're doing that, my friend, and then some um, huge impact and influence and an example for true professionals that are out there. So uh, again, everybody out there, um, you know, hopefully you really enjoyed Kyle's episode because I know that I really enjoyed spending this time. But Kyle, um, I want to thank you again so much for taking the time. You are a true real estate titan, my friend. So thank you so much. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. I look forward to talking to you soon. You guys all have a wonderful weekend, night, whatever. And don't let anyone tell you you can't do anything. Have I love it. And everybody, thank you so much for your time and attention, your love and support. As always, if you like what we're doing here at the Real Estate Titans, please don't forget to like our Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and have a listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Also for exclusive content, take a look at our Instagram. Um, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.